Hi, Enchanted Tiki Pod guys. It's Judith calling from the Magic Kingdom in the Liberty Square. Hope you guys are having a good night. It's Sunday, beautiful night at Disney, and I'll talk to you soon. Take care. Bye. Hey, this is Rob and Senator Myrick. I'm also known as Single Ride Alive on Twitter. You're listening to Enchanted Tiki Talk while I stand in line at Enchanted Tiki Hut. Guys, take it away. Vahini Mekioni Mana, ladies and gentlemen. No flashbulbs, please. Our performers are temperamental and easily upset. Thank you for your cooperation. Oh, look at all the people. My goodness, you're all staring at us. We better start the show rolling. Wait, wait. We forgot to wake up the glee club. Hey, howdy, hey. And thank you for joining us here on Enchanted Tiki Talk. We are your hosts. I'm Sean. I'm Alan. I'm Keith. So grab yourself a Dole Whip, pull up a chair, and enjoy the show. This is episode 64 for the week of January 11th, 2015. On this week's show, we're going to spend some time talking about hidden gems in Walt Disney World, or the little Disney details. As far as hidden gems go, this is going to be the small things that most people miss while walking around the parks. But first, I think Alan has some more iTunes reviews for us. Alan, take it away. Thanks, Sean. We do have two new five-star reviews on iTunes that we'd like to share. First, from Melissa at Kids Center Diz. I love listening to the Enchanted Tiki Top podcast on my way to work. I've gotten some great tips and information tidbits from the show, but I also love how entertaining the hosts are. There have been times where I found myself giggling out loud a little bit. Then I realized I was on the subway. Uh, the show flows really <laughs> well, and there are always interesting topics. I've loved playing along with their top five shows and Fast Pass, Just Pass, or Standby games. Keep it coming. Uh, again, that was Melissa at Kids Center Diz. Uh, and then we also have from uh, Judith, who goes by JLMomRN on Twitter. Uh, she says, this podcast is so much fun to listen to. Their interviews are unbelievable. Somehow they get all the Disney insiders. Really enjoy listening. Uh, so thank you to Melissa and Judith uh, and all the other reviews that we've gone over over the course of the show. But uh, thank you to those that take the time to give us those ratings. We really appreciate that. Sean, back to you. Oh, and uh, Judith is also doing doing some blogging for us as well. Um, so please check that oh, out. Yeah. And also Tom Green as well, who just wrote a uh, great article um, in our in the most recent post as of recording, which was uh, Disney Dining versus uh, the 20% off Tables card. Cables and Wonderland, yeah. which is a really good article. It's definitely worth checking out if you if you ever wondered, you know, the difference between between the two. That uh, was a really fun article. It was at, at 50s Primetime, uh, which is one of my favorite restaurants there. So um, it's really interesting, you know, actually to see the breakdown of numbers and how it's your money's worth. And I'm sure that he will do some more of those. And uh, I'm looking forward to him. I am as well. Me too. All right. Let's get back to the show. Guys, uh, you know, I'm sure that we've all seen them from the, the peanuts in Circus, the storybook Circus on the ground that are embedded in the concrete. You know, that's one of the small little hidden gems that most people don't notice. And that's 
one of the things that I look for when I'm when I'm in the parks. I just love those little hidden gems, the little Disney details that most people miss out on. We just want to spend some time talking about the little things that we think that you should try to look for. This is not necessarily going to be little things like that all the time, but just the small things that most people will overlook in the parks or the resorts. And I just want to uh, thank Sean for stealing my first choice on my list. So thanks. Well, you're welcome, because I saw your list beforehand, Yeah, and I figured I was just going to take the first one. Do you want me to spit out the second one now? No, I'm going to go ahead and jump in sure. before you steal my favorite one. <laughs> <laughs> like, hacked into my, uh, jerk. my files and Look started stealing my choices. Jerk. Look what you did. Well, my favorite one, before you steal it, is at Muppet Vision. Uh, when you first walk in the door and you turn to the, the key, right. The key, the key. Yeah, the key. There's a... Are you kidding me? <laughs> yep, there's the uh, sign that says, back in five minutes, key is under mat. And if you look down, there's a mat. And if you lift the mat, there's a key under there. That's one of my favorite ones. That is a good one. I'm I was there gonna... once, and the key wasn't there. It's embedded in the ground. How is that possible? I have no idea. <laughs> I couldn't figure it out. Did somebody pry it up while they were waiting in line too long <laughs> I don't know. for Muppet Vision? Have you ever no. waited in line for Muppet Vision? Well, no, but I was just kidding. Not since but I was little. This one, though... um. I had actually um, came upon it kind of honestly. Um, I didn't you know, hear about it first or anything, and I was just like standing there and just like being a jerk, you know, that I am. I just, I was like, oh, it's like a bit, there's a key down there. You know, it's like I bent down and picked up the mat, and sure enough, there was a key there. So, so and of course, that was also on my list. So apparently, I'm going to spend this entire show just going what he said, because, uh, all right, so let's see what else is on Keith's list. What else can we guess is on Keith's list? It's uh, a new game that we can have now. Yes. I don't know if, I mean, this. I don't know if this is still around, but this was several years ago when the whole Stitch thing was going on, when they used to be in the bathroom and Stitch would start talking to you. Do you guys remember that? No. No. He would just he would just come out and like say something really quick and then disappear. Are you sure that it just like wasn't some like strange guy in the stall next to you or Well he did look a little like you, but <laughs> the pointy ears give it away. But... Yeah. Well it's like I know that the telephone booze that it's in uh, England. Um, they used to have actual like numbers to them. You could just kind of like sit outside and call them and watch people walk in and answer them. But that's been stopped for several years now. But wasn't Alan part of that? Didn't wasn't Alan on Communicore Weekly part? Of, weren't you? Weren't you? Didn't you have something to do with that, Alan, on Communicore Weekly one time? Didn't you call in from a phone, the phone down there? They called you. Um, I tried to call in from the phone booths at okay. uh, at Epcot, and but they don't work. Well. I didn't try to call in, but you used to be able to call those. And Jeff and George did a game um, impromptu United Kingdom phone booth Disney trivia, I think is what they called it. <laughs> and they would call people yeah, I think that's it. and yeah. have like whoever answered, they would have trivia questions for them. And I always wanted to be on that game because uh, I was a listener to the show and it just sounded fun. And I was down there. So I tweeted them. I said, I am by the phone. Call me. Because uh, they had been having trouble getting the calls to go through, and, and they couldn't get it to ring while I was standing there. So Before it gets to favorite one, mine has always been um, the wedding ring, Haunted Mansion. It started out, this was right next to the, the exit. It actually was a piece of the structure that had like fell off, and it was just embedded there and people found it and they started a story this ring like was the bride's ring uh, from the mansion and when they did the new um 
interactive queue. They, they took it away. The fans were so upset that they put one back. It's in the, uh, the queue line now. If you're ever there, just like standing around, always uh, look down and see if you can find it there. Yeah, now it looks like a real wedding ring now. It does, yeah. All right, so one of mine is the, as soon as you get into the Magic Kingdom, you have uh, on the right-hand side on Main Street USA, you have the Tony's Town Square restaurant. And as you walk in on the ground, you see paw prints of Lady and the Tramp that are embedded in the in the ground, the concrete there. You know, that's one of those nice little touches, again, especially that it's right outside the restaurant. So as long as the restaurant's always there, that's going to be, you know, a pretty cool little Disney detail. It seems like like a lot of people, they... They miss these things um, because they're always like looking like straight ahead or uh, upward. Disney has a way of putting these touches everywhere, so you always want to make sure and you know take time and look down. Just kind of pay attention <laughs> to where you're walking, so you don't you know run into things too. But well, you would think that people would see it more, considering that they're always looking down, texting. You would think that they would happen to see that you know when they're in their peripheral vision there but i guess not they just walk into each other <laughs> well i mean but you're focused on your phone so yeah. you wouldn't be you know focused on the concrete but i guess so like another one of mine and it's not really like it's hidden i think it's it's really like overlooked and that's flag retreat that's at the magic kingdom yeah um, that's on my list as well yes i still want a years finally but uh, <laughs> but uh, I, um, I've actually never seen it. I saw like part of it as we were just walking by. But it's at five thirty every night. They do the the ceremony. There's a band there and stuff, and and uh, they always um, they pick a veteran that's a guest to come and help them do it. It's a really uh, cool thing that, that they still do. I'm sure that it's one of those things that Disney could easily say that it's not popular, so you know we're gonna stop doing it. But it's really neat to just take some time and stand there and watch it. It's really neat too. Yeah, I've seen it um, on YouTube a few times. So. Anytime somebody posts it, I'll always watch it because, you know, I mean, it's it is a nice little ceremony and it does it does mean a lot being, you know, as we're Americans, you know, you really do have to appreciate and you really do. You should really should see it at least once per trip or at least once. So um, the next time I go to Walt Disney World, that's going to be on my list of things to definitely do this time. All right, so how about this one? Over at Hollywood Studios, uh, if you look to the left of the Indiana Jones stunt show, there's a well, and there's a sign that says, do not pull rope, but they actually marked through the word not, so you should definitely pull that rope the next time you're at Hollywood Studios. Go over there and just give a tug on the rope and listen and see what happens. Have you guys ever done that one? Yes, I have. I haven't, actually, and I'm kind of excited now to go do it. (laughs) I'm not going to ruin it, but go over there. Well, you better go soon because there's rumors about that one going away, right? Of course there are. um, Well, that whole park's going to get gutted except for, like, the tower and rock and roller coaster probably. But um, anyway, that's not true either. I exaggerate. Uh, Go pull the rope. It says don't pull the rope, but it also says do pull the rope. So do pull the rope. It's really kind of fun. Yeah, that's one of the few times where you can actually interact with something inside the park and not get in trouble for it. Uh, wasn't Except there... for the active cues, but other than those, yes. Well, yeah. Right, yeah. Another one I had, it's not really hidden either, but I think it's overlooked, is the resorts in general. The resorts have amazing like theming activities that you can do. Um, you can take you know uh, carriage rides at, at Port Orleans, and there's all kinds of shows, Fort Wilderness. And I think that people are so um, focused on the parks a lot. Uh, 
which I do understand. It's like if you don't travel down there a lot, want to <laughs> squeeze in as many attractions and parks as that you can, but. I think that if the parks are like super packed a day or something, just like save some cash and uh, and stroll around the resorts a while and and take in the scenery and architecture and activities that the resorts have to offer. Yeah, I had two things to talk about when it comes to the resorts. One of the things was the the Wilderness Lodge, and if you go up to the the front desk in the lobby, you can actually get. I, I guess as a map or a clue list to try to find all the hidden Mickey's that are located in the lodge. Oh, okay. And that's actually pretty fun to do, especially if you have kids yes. that are a little bit older. That is a fun, that's a fun rainy day activity. Yes, it is. Yeah, it's very popular, especially when it rains, like you said. It is fun to try to fu- try to locate, I forget how many are, there are now, but there, I mean, there's quite a few, and it does take you some time to try to find them all. And uh, one of the other things I wanted to mention was that uh, one of the hidden gems is uh, Yihabab, and if you listen to episode 56, where we got a chance to interview Yihabab, Yihabab, it is really one of those small hidden gems that a lot of people don't know about unless you really are, unless you've been there before, or if you stayed in that resort, you're currently staying at that resort, and then you'll know who Yihabab, Yihabab is. So, you know, that's another one of those hidden gems where you should try to make your way over there and uh, check him out. It's definitely a, a fun evening. You know, it's good for kids and, and people of all ages so give it a shot another one is just the uh the boardwalk in general that's a fun one um to just to go and stroll around and walk around and um i forget um, what it's called but there's like a, a a dueling piano bar there it's really fun and there's an arcade there i mean lots of stuff to do it doesn't take park admission you know yep Making our way back to the the magic kingdom in on main street usa back at the i think it's the the hat shop, I forgot what the name of it is there, right there behind the uh, the confectionery. If you go inside into the, the room all the way in the back when you have to walk up the steps a little bit, there's a telephone in there. And if you pick up the telephone, you get to hear a conversation from like the early, early 1900s, late 1800s. Um, I guess it was considered like the party line. And you get to hear multiple <laughs> conversations going on. So that's one of those little details. You know, there's a, a phone on the wall and just go over there and pick it up and listen. I would love to hear uh, what a 19th century party line sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that exciting. Yeah, the, the 80s ones were bad enough. I don't, <laughs> don't want to know what the other ones are like. I also like, uh, I'm going back to the studios. I don't know why I'm picking on studios here, but <laughs> studios has a lot of really good ones. Uh, I think it's over by, it's uh, Hollywood and Vine. Above Hollywood and Vine, if you look up at the windows, you'll see... Uh, uh, the silhouette of of Roger Rabbit, you know, who uh, he broke through the window. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that one. They should do a full attraction for that movie. I love that movie. They have one at Disneyland. That's right. Well, yeah, but. Blah blah. Uh-huh. <laughs> My other one was the the putt putt courses that they putt-putt. have there. What's putt putt? It's mini golf. Oh, okay. okay. I know what that is? Sorry. For those of you that don't know what putt putt is, it's mini golf. But uh, but Just call uh, it mini golf. Okay, don't so they have listeners. two mini golf courses. Thank you. At Disney World, one is because my favorite is Fantasia Gardens. The other one, I forget what it's called, but it's a like a winter like snow themed one that I'm sure that they're going to turn into some kind of a frozen themed anyway. Build a snowman. <laughs> Do you want to put the ball? Build a snowman. But, uh, okay, but the... bye. That's what our listeners are going to say if you don't stop singing. I'm not singing. <laughs> Do you want to turn this podcast off because John's singing? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> Fantasia one is really fun. Um, themed is really well. Also, too, is if you book a package when uh, they send you that uh, a coupon booklet, there's always a coupon for um, uh, like a free round in there, too. So it's a fun activity. It's pretty inexpensive. It's one of those things. It's a non-park, like hidden gem, I guess, because a lot of people don't even know it's there. But it's really fun if you're just looking for something else to do um, besides a two-hour wait for Tower of Terror. So. so once again, I'm saying in the... Magic Kingdom in in Fantasyland. If you walk through the castle and you go onto your left hand side by the I don't know if it's the Cinderella store or whatever it is. I'm not really into that, but in the back of that there is a fountain with Cinderella on it, and you can see on the back on the back of the fountain on the wall there's uh, a Cinderella's crown. And if you actually bend low enough where the you know you're standing in front of the fountain and you get to the right spot, you bend enough, you get to see Cinderella actually wearing her crown so it's a, it's a pretty neat little effect you know so you're standing right in front of the fountain it's the statue of cinderella and you bend down just a little bit and you can actually put the crown on cinderella's head that's pretty a neat little detail hmm i have not uh oh, tried that one of course i don't really like to bend down for much but <laughs> but uh sticking with the cinderella theme if you go to prince charming's real carousel if you see the only horse with a golden bow on his tail that's actually supposed to be cinderella's horse so a lot of times you see kids running for that because that's the only kid with the golden bow only uh <laughs> horse with the golden bow another cinderella detail for you well that was a charming tip <laughs> wah, wah. <laughs> that was all i had uh because the other ones were stolen. So. <laughs> Just because we got to them first doesn't mean they were stolen. Oh, no. You stole them. <laughs> Are you accusing us? Yes. Thievery. Oh, go, go and Google something and try to figure something else out. <laughs> okay. You guys talk for a minute. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's interesting. I think you stole Alan's ideas too, Keith. He's pretty quiet. Uh, I stole the flag retreat one, so I guess I have you know one score in there. But there is another one for kids in Epcot. Not everybody is aware, but each country has a Kidcot spot where kids can color a little Duffy Bear on a stick, and they get it stamped by the basic. It's like a, a passport from each country. So you know it's fun to try to get one from all the countries there in Epcot. Paint them, uh, color them, collect them, and bring them home, and you can show all your friends. Well, nobody brought up the one that was going to be your example before we derailed when we first started recording the show. So why don't we talk about that one? Who, me? Yeah, you. All right. So one of the one of my absolute favorite ones are located in uh, Fantasyland, right outside the castle in Sir Mickey's. And as you step into Sir Mickey's, you can see Willie the Giant peering through, pulling up the top of the the roof, uh, the ceiling of the building, with his eye through there and his finger through there. It's a pretty neat little trick. Unfortunately, it's all Frozen-themed now, or at least it was the last time I was there, so it kind of takes away from the effect a little bit, because I always did used to like walking through that store. I've gotten a couple of sweatshirts in that store before, but it is a great little um, hidden detail that most people don't notice when they walk in there. How about Mr. Toad at the Pet Cemetery at Haunted Mansion? Oh, that's right. Way up in the back. Yep. Yep. Because Winnie the Pooh killed him. What? <laughs> oh, boy. Uh-oh. That's going to start the Twitter war now. I don't know if you guys have ever done the one of the last rides on the Jungle Cruise at night. 
Have you guys ever no. done that? Mm-mm. I've done it at night, but I don't know that I've ever been, you know, towards the end of the night. But I actually prefer riding it at night than the day. But yeah, me go too. Go ahead. What's your what about um, the last rides? Sometimes when it's the the last ride of the night, if there's especially if there's no kids on board, it's basically the last ride going through there. Sometimes the jokes can be a little bit more adult oriented, not like offensive, but you know they do change the jokes up, and it can be a little bit more fun. You know, so you don't get those same corny jokes all the time. They'll change it up, especially if it's the skipper's last day. Then he'll definitely derail, and and it'll be a whole lot more fun. Hmm. I'll have to check that. Like I said, I prefer riding it at night. I've just never, I've never tried to be one of the last rides of the night. I just ride it at night. It's, I think it's better at night. It doesn't happen all the time, but you know, you might be one of the lucky ones who gets a different type of entertaining boat ride. The other one I had was actually um it's at the uh at the hall of presidents if you're um it's right by the exit there's a portrait that uh is ben franklin that painting is actually was painted by mark davis who um imagineer who uh, was involved in a ton of attractions the story um is is that painting uh, was originally for the uh liberty tree tavern and when uh they did the renovations it made its way over to the uh to the Hall of Presidents. It's one of few things that he actually oh, I painted that's still in the park. So that's a fun one. Um, it's kind of historical, too. I wasn't aware of that one. Yeah, that's the one that. I thought about oh, like a day or two ago, and then I forgot about it till just now. Congratulations. Thanks. There you go. And it's a reason for some of you to actually go to the Hall of Presidents, which I know is not um, quite the popular attraction, but but I still always like to see it once a trip. I think it's a cool attraction. I've actually heard that the, uh, I don't know if this is true, but what I've heard is that the the presidential seal at the Hall of Presidents, it's it's technically not, but it's, it's one of only three presidential seals in that's on display permanently um, other than the Oval Office uh, at the hall where the Liberty Bell is and in the Hall of Presidents. And it took like a lot of work to get that put in because you're not, and it's actually modified. It actually says the seal of, uh, it says the the great seal of the United States instead of the seal of the president of the United States because you can't display the presidential seal without the president being there. Right. But it still took like a lot of work to get them to be able to just put in basically the presidential seal at a location where the president is not at all the time. Yeah. That's what I've heard. I don't know if that's true or not. Well, there uh, was a story that they had to get uh, like an act of Congress. I do know that they had to get special authority to do that, whether it was an act of Congress, I doubt. But Yeah, I, uh, I'm sure Congress wasn't involved in it, but still, I'm sure it, you know. I'm it's, sure it's a, a lot, lot of hoops. Yeah. Yeah. One of the last things I did want to mention was the street performers. Those are definitely hidden gems, and you should take some time to interact with them. Especially like the the on Main Street, you would say the mayor, um, Smokey Miller, you know, who's the uh, fire chief. They're all fun to interact with, and you can you play along with them. So it is a lot of fun. You know, don't go running away from them. They're not going to bite you or try to eat you or anything like that. So spend some time, talk to them, and uh, tell them how much you appreciate being allowed into the park and they'll appreciate you as well. It's always fun to interact like with, you know, the the characters and cast members too. I mean, it's always fun to, you know, go up and ask them stuff and spark up a 
conversation and um, and uh, just like tell them that they are you know uh, like appreciated for what they do. Did you guys see the um, the video with Gaston uh, with the push-ups? It's been all yeah. over. Yeah, yeah, we saw that. We stopped and saw him. Us was on our last trip and. Actors that play him do an amazing job. The I mean, friends of Gaston, you mean? Sure. <laughs> don't, don't ruin the magic, Keith. They're friends with Gaston. The friends of Gaston, because he has like like twins, apparently. But um, Gaston has lots of friends. Yeah, he was just like so much fun to just to watch. I mean, like did an arm wrestling a uh, contest with these two uh, like brothers, and they were just like like hanging off his arm trying to push it over and and it, that is one that if you don't want to you know like stand in line and go and talk to him just like stand there and watch him uh just interact with uh the other people it's really fun yeah he seems to be a pretty popular uh character you know and i was talking to to matt from dixie landing radio about this the other day and you know I, i'm not a meet and greet person and you know and, and i'm not judging those that are but that's just not my thing i don't i don't generally wait for them but i still usually come across them you know i I, when i'm walking around epcot i see snow white out i see donald out i see you know bell or um, sleeping beauty or whatever i see these meet and greets that appear throughout the parks but not once have i come across gaston's meet and greet and i mean i go a lot i've been there you know multiple times since the new part of Fantasyland opened i think i've had four trips maybe or five trips since that opened and i've just never come across gaston i don't know why i'm missing him but it's right next to his tavern well, i know where it is i've just never seen him i mean I, you know i'm not there at the right time i guess we didn't uh, like seek him out we had just actually uh, stopped for a pork shank at uh <laughs> at the tavern and uh, we were I know. Yeah, it was <laughs> it was a real step out of my character, but we just walked outside and he was uh, standing right there and um there was like a few people that were uh like in line. It wasn't like a big line and uh, uh we went and stuff and stood in line and stuff and my wife and I went up and talked to him and it was really fun. Just to sidetrack you a little bit here, I'm just curious if you're planning to eat fifty um pork shanks this year in Walt Disney World? Uh yeah. Um, I thought it was fifty turkey legs. Well, yeah, that's 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 Scott's thing now. So <laughs> that's I figured yeah, I heard right you, in, so. you were going to do it together. <laughs> <laughs> what can eat the pork shank? One can eat the turkey leg. Well, um, you know, a Captain Local of Dixie Landings Radio challenged me to, you know, to uh, oh, a turkey leg eating uh, contest, which I think is not fair because he, you know, has the ability to like stop at the parks and work up his stomach for it. So I think it's kind of an unfair advantage, but I was willing to give it a shot the next time I'm down there. Oh, you'll you'll destroy him, no problem. I'm sure he never I goes will. to the parks anyway, so don't worry about it. Yeah, that's true. Uh, he just <laughs> goes and stands at the gate and just kind of stares in and, <laughs> and cries. And there's from what I hear. All the other guests are like, why is that creepy guy staring at us? Yeah. <laughs> okay, right, get well, we'll get this track. back on track here. Uh, I've got one more before we, I guess, before we wrap it up. But in this one, um, everyone knows about the train set in Germany, you know, the, the miniaturized uh, German village with the train set running through. But one of my favorite things that they do is during Food and Wine and during Flower and Garden, if you go to the train set, they actually put little miniaturized uh, food and wine like banners and stuff in the German village 
there's oh, really? one pestle, and I think that's just a neat little touch. Well, I didn't notice that. Oh, yeah. that's pretty cool. If you go, they, they if you look at the little the little town square, they have the little banners up on the light post, just like you see around Epcot. Oh, that's great. I like that one. That one's fun. It's hard to see it, I'm sure, you know, when your vision is blurred from trying to drink around the world during food and wine. I'm sure it's probably kind of hard to see those little details. Yeah, it is. That's why Sean never noticed it. (laughs) (laughs) All right, you guys got anything else? He forgot he saw it. Yeah. Yeah. La Cava del Tequila killed a couple brain cells, I'm sure. I'm pretty sure of that. All right, you guys got anything else for these? I mean, there's a a lot more, obviously. We've just hit on a few, but as we've... Uh, digressed into turkey legs and Gaston. It, it, it probably <laughs> means we've, we're we're uh, we're about tapped out here. <laughs> I'm sure we can uh, reapproach this subject again. In oh yeah, I'm yeah. sure. And there'll be more as they continue to expand. You know, as as Pandora opens at uh, Animal Kingdom, as they whenever they open the Star Wars land, I mean, you know, there's going to be tons oh. in there. I mean, there's already tons in, in Star Tours, uh, and when they open the whole, assuming that that's what they're doing when that opens, there'll be tons there. So this can definitely be something that we can touch on, uh, you know, further down the road. Right, because many there's several of the queues that have those little hidden things, like you know, you were talking before about the the haunted mansion, and but then also on the Little Mermaid, the you know, Little Mermaid queue, there's the Nautilus that's embedded in the rocks too. So that's another one of those hidden details too. There's a Nautilus in the tree at. Winnie the Pooh as well. Yeah. So, I mean, you can just go on and on and on. Yeah. We'll have to touch on this again several months from now or, you know, later on in the year or something. But. And send us your guys's too. It's like if you guys have some favorites that you want to share, uh, hit us up on Twitter or Facebook or whatever and send them over to us. Definitely. All right. Well, that's going to do it for this week. Be sure to let us know what you thought of the show. You can comment in the notes over at EnchantedTikiTalk.com. You can email us at podcast at EnchantedTikiTalk.com. And you can leave us a message on the Tiki Talk hotline, which is 256-4MY-TIKI. That's 256-469-8454. Be sure to like us on Facebook. Check out our store ever at redbubble.com. And, of course, follow us on Twitter at Tiki Talk Podcast. Lastly, if you enjoy the show, please take the time to rate us on iTunes. And you can find me on Twitter at One Minute Disney Dream. That's 1-M-A-N, Disney Dream, and MouseWorldVacations.com. And you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Dole Whip Daily. And you can follow me on Twitter and on Instagram. I'm at Norman Bates. That's N-O-R-M-N-B, the number eight and the letter S. Thanks for listening this week. For Sean and Keith, I'm Alan, and this has been the Enchanted Tiki Talk Podcast. Aloha. I quit. I quit. I quit. I'm going to take my list and go home. <laughs> no, I'm here. Sorry. Screw you guys. I'm going home. <laughs> Kyle. <laughs> Y'all are weird. Kyle. <laughs> you sure to smell a lot like flowers, Alan. <laughs> There's the outro, folks. <laughs> Thank you.
down here. Uh, 50 years of sorrow shall befall the destroyer of this vessel. Uh, oh no! Blast <laughs> it all! Don't pull the rope! You don't want to break the... Oh dear! I say, stop mucking about up there! 